This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Talking about chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. Little potatoes and vegetables. With roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, the podcast where I interview amazing humans with amazing minds, but all we care about is what is in their bellies. My guest today is a fantastic stand-up comedian who has blossomed into a fantastic one-man shower and a TV host. His one-man show, Homecoming King, is, in my opinion, one of the best comedy specials of the last decade. If you haven't watched it, pause this podcast and go watch, then come back. He was a correspondent on The Daily Show, and now he's the host of his own incredible show on Netflix, Patriot Act. He was just named one of Time's 100 Most Influential People, but I'm glad to say I knew him way back when, when we used to do The Road Together and spent a glorious evening at the Microtel in North Carolina, where I needed to comfort him after he got yelled at by the advisor of the college we performed at. Please welcome my good friend, Hassan Minhaj. How are so, you? Dude, you're the best. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, man. And I remember when I bombed so bad and I, w- I was just having a full-on meltdown. And Michelle Buteau, who's our like our mutual friend who we love very yeah. dearly, she's like, you just need to be funnier. And then I called you. And I w- and I then I, I, I just started having a bigger meltdown. And then I called you and you gave me the best piece of advice ever. You're like, look, if you if they think you're un- like unanimously great at these colleges, you're not a good comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's true. Because we get into Panderland with the... Yeah. Like if... Because you're performing for freshmen, like their Welcome Week, and you're like, if you're the guy who crushes at Welcome Week, you're not a good stand-up comedian. (laughs) Yeah. If you start... I I got to this point where I had so much material about bad roommates. Yeah. I was like, this is not good. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) This is not good. I've got 20 minutes on roommates. And then... And then... I was doing so many knackers, and then I took it into my JFL audition. Yeah. And like... I did all this like bunk bed material right. and yeah, 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 and I just remember just eating shit so bad. Yeah, it was bad. I there's um, a little window where it was I I was I was I was lost. Did you go out to eat with the students after the? No, you told me not to. I told you not to. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's what they do is after the shows, the students are like, "We want to take you out the best restaurant in town." And it's right. always like a Chili's or something. Yeah, and you have to pretend to be enjoying the meal and enjoying. Although I'm not. You kicked a lot of get you you taught me a lot. About you just helped me avoid stuff. a lot of yeah. You helped me pr- <laughs> not step on a ton of landmines, which was great. I thank you. I, I appreciate that. I'm glad that I could be yeah. there for you. Um, yeah, that was a crazy. G- I think for three years I was I was doing like 160 shows a year. Yeah, it was insane. It was too much. You're out of your mind. It was too much. Yeah, but the money was so good. Yeah, but your soul gets crushed. Gets crushed. <laughs> 
Um, um, by the way, you sent me a picture of your fridge. We're going to start with that, as we always oh, do. Oh, is that how the podcast That's starts? That's how the podcast starts. Okay. You can check out the fridge uh, on my Instagram, at standupdan. Um, you should post this on your Instagram? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes, the people will see oh, it. Oh, dude, I thought you were just using this as just like <laughs> no premise fodder. No. Oh, okay, no. great. Now we know. This has not been doctored in any way no, for man. us. Okay, it's I did, I looked at my phone and I was like, dude, I'm not I'm not getting back to text. Like, let me just do this right now. There's no time like that. Listen, there's a lot that I like about this. There's a lot that I like about this all fridge. Right, all right, just explain. Okay, I'll, let's start with the positives, and then I got a huge negative. I mean, there's a lot of negatives. But the positive is you have a lot of prepared food, like food that you guys make. Yes, but that's the, you know my Are wife. You the Bina. cooker is Bina. No, like you know Bina. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She She's prepares delightful. it. Yeah. She's amazing. She's a big foodie. You She's not so much. She's a huge foodie. Yes. Huge foodie. Okay, so there's and a lot. this has been a big, hu- a huge philosophical debate that I've had with foodies. I know. We got into it in Japan. Yeah. We, we'll get to that so, in a second. So, so what you're looking at right now is, is like Tupperware life. Like, yes. Of, of preparing a bunch of stuff, like, you know, sometimes top of the week, midweek, and just because I'm... Because our schedules are all over the place, especially with the baby, yes. she's with her job, she's running, I'm running. Um, you're able to pop in, make stuff for the baby, make stuff for the adults, boom, and keep it moving. What's in the jar here? That's What's... a huge thing of jerk sauce. I love jerk chicken. Uh, one of our very, awesome. very close friends. Uh, no, one of our first, one of our first uh, babysitters who took care of our baby daughter. Okay, she's from Jamaica, uh-huh. and she made us just this jerk chicken, and it was so good. And Bina was like. It's, I was like, oh, this is good. And Bina's like, how do you do this? That's the, right, di- right. That, like, that's the main difference between us. <laughs> right. Where I'm just a consumer and she's yeah. like an artist. And yes. She's like, yeah, I want to I make this. And so she taught uh, Bina how to make jerk chicken. And yeah. Oh, so she makes it now. Yeah. So now, so now that's like a, a bottle of jerk sauce that's like homemade. And Very it's really cool. good. Um, and so the other thing is on the top row. Yeah. I'm not so thrilled about this. What, just the yogurt and stuff just being no, stacked on top of each other? I love the yogurt and I love all that. No, I'm not judging the... Uh, aesthetics? The aesthetics, the aesthetics are the awful. Yeah. I know. Are you kidding me? Dude. The aesthetics are an indication of where I am in life. Top row, you've got this... Uh, you've got the Belgioso Parmesan cheese. Okay. I'm... You should like... Get like what's what is you that? Should get like is that bad? Yeah, it's got like preservatives to keep it good for a long time. Everything else here is like organic from organic, and then you've got that stuff. You could do better. Okay. You, do you guys go to? Are you Whole Foods people? Yeah, we go to Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah, get there. They 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 have. We Parmesan. go to we go to Italy. Should we just get the? Parmesan? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get it already grated, but this stuff is like. This is like uh, Wahlbaum's. Uh, so is this this is like the the ragu of like yes. Parmesan cheese. Got it. Absolutely, you can do better than that. But here's the big bone, bro. What? You have like seven jars of Guy Fieri salsa. Yeah. Yeah. We do. <laughs> I'm just going to let it we hang. Do, we do. We I'm do. I'm going to let it hang. Dude, I, I you've got, there's two Guy Fieri salsas on the yeah. second row. And then yeah. there's there's one on the top row. Yeah, there is. There's one on every row. Yeah, there is. What? <laughs> yeah, my uncle's Guy Fieri. I don't care. No. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. Vina likes the, his salsa. Wait, did you, are you guys, did, did they send it to you? No. I like being, first of all, like. You guys go to I'm, the, you guys go to the Whole Foods and you're like, hey, do you guys have Guy Fieri salsa? And they're like, absolutely not. And then you go to the bodega next door. And they go, yeah, and they're like, yeah, we have, and they're like, yeah, it's $17. <laughs> and I go, that's worth it. We got the donkey sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go cash only. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I've never had Guy Fieri Hot sauce. I'll, uh, so I'll tell you quite salsa. honestly, I'm not. I, I don't like sort of liquid hot sauces. I like more of like a pico de gallo. So that's that's all Bina. But yeah, I'm not going to stop her. Wow. 
Oh my God, we need to like get I have, her, get I her have on the seven phone. Pairs of Air Jordan ones. It's meaningless and stupid. I'm yes. gonna let her get as much Guy Fieri salsa as she wants. You know, we got into a big uh, debate about meaningless and stupid. In, so we were in Japan. Yeah. I saw that you were there over Instagram. <laughs> I was like, Yo, I'm here too. It was one of the best trips of my life meeting meeting up with you. It and was very fun. It's um, when you meet up with someone that you like that you know, and you're in a new country. I don't know why. It's really it was great. very. And it was fun. like serendipitous like it, it wasn't planned so there was like no pressure yeah yeah also i i mean i was with she's vicky who's my ex now she's she was a chef she yeah. is a chef she's still alive um and uh we were all getting along pretty well but i remember there was this one moment it was like it was like peak like she and i were not getting along well like we broke up probably you two guys weeks. weren't getting along at, Dude, at during the we trip broke up like two weeks after the trip we got into our biggest fight. Remember a- when, after we hung out? Remember when we when went to the Ritz Carlton or whatever? Where did we go? We, have, we went to like, like some hotel. We wanted dessert, right? Yes, we yeah. went to like a baller. I think it was like the Ritz Carlton, and it was beautiful. So, it was like yeah, top we, floor. Yeah, yeah. We hung out for the day. Jazz. Cl- we we yes. went. To, we had like we just you know we're like look eating at different restaurants, and then and then I've I've picked this up for my wife. Like where she's like we gotta have dessert, and yeah. I used to be like this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna eat everything I can at Cheesecake Factory, and I'm I'm not gonna get dessert. Oh my god. But then, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm so hack when it comes to food. I hope that success has brought you different. Tastes. No, oh, no, man. no. You're a waste of success. I am. <laughs> yeah. I truly am. Okay. okay. Anyways, so then we went to go get dessert. So Ritz Carlton or whatever it was. It was yeah. Like fancy. Schmancy it was hotel. really fancy. Schmancy. And when they we go, hey, can you bring me the just like the coffee and dessert menu? It's that little thin menu, and then we just kind of yeah. Yeah. So that that night something bad happened. Oh well, yeah, because you okay. We were like this was like our trip to like try to like reinvigorate us. And you and your wife got along so well. What? Yeah. And then, like, you guys left, and she was like, You never look at me like a song. <laughs> no. I was like, What the fuck? And we got into like our biggest fight uh-huh. because of the way that you fucking look at your wife. No, you're yes, like, dude. You're, you're like, He's desperate. <laughs> He's desperate. But the, one of the funnier things was I remember you were telling me, um, uh, you were telling me that you love seeing couples fighting in public. It's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Dude, we were fighting in public like every no, day of that weren't. trip. No, you weren't. You guys were, she was playing soccer in the street. We remember? put on a face, bro. We put on a face man, for you, bro. Well, you never, fuck, man. Your mask is really good. <laughs> um, Ritz-Carlton Tokyo was something else, though. They had amazing, I feel like the thing I loved about Tokyo, aside from the food, the how, food was And how insane. clean it is and how orderly it is and how. It's a fantastic place. It's an amazing place. Jazz in Tokyo, jazz is like oh, yeah. cool. Oh yeah, I love jazz, and jazz uh-huh. there is like they treat jazz musicians like rock stars. It's not uh-huh. like background music like it is here. Yeah, but um, I love that about it. But we also went to dinner. But I remember you were. I was shocked that you just like weren't into like food, and we were in yeah. fucking Tokyo. Yeah. How are I you had so like. Cu- can I ask? How are you so cultured? Glad, how did that happen? I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Did you grow up like? Going to theater, eating good No, no theater, this and that. But my dad was always huge, huge into food. He went to like college in Switzerland and like was very like oh, wow. European y when it came to food. Uh-huh. And so he got me into that. Yeah. Um No, and- but you've always been you're one of the first comics that I met that wear that wore clothes that fit. <laughs> you gotta understand, like every like when we first met early two thousands, it was just be- Bad hair, bad clothes. The guys were doing like the swoopy hair, yes. back Efron thing, baggy jeans. Yeah. And you looked like, you know, you, you straight up came out of Zoolander. <laughs> well, but then that became, oh, like, yeah, if you wear a size medium shirt, it should be medium. It yeah. should fit you. I do fit think your you're, body. you know, I think you're right. I did have this thing of like, 
I hated that everyone would get up on stage and look as if they they just didn't care about how they looked. Like yeah. that was the thing. Like I'm wearing my t-shirt, my hoodie. Yeah. None of nothing fits. That's just the way I'm gonna do it. I felt like no one was respecting respecting the craft. Yeah. <laughs> and I I mean I always lately I love I'm performing that. like a weekend spot in, in LA or whatever. I'm always wearing like a jacket or something. Yeah. You know, I look hip, but like you know. Yeah. And I feel like you do the same. You you dress up nice too. You dress it up. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. You're more. You're but I got I kind of got inspired inspired by you like. Ryan Stout. Ryan Stout would wear a suit on stage yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, I can't, I wouldn't do, I, I've just never felt like super comfortable performing in a suit. I just get hot, yeah. you know, and then I'm like, but I button, unbutton, do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Should I wear a belt? But like, it's, yeah. No, I get it. But you still, yeah. but you look very put together though. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I've always, but I, I got that from liking sneakers and all that stuff as a kid. Yeah. Like having, making sure they're crisp and white and they don't get scuffed. I feel like I have stuff. to get you as into food as you are into sneakers. But that is me compensating for a childhood loss. Oh, here we go. So how are you gonna how are here you gonna go. how are you gonna get me to do that with food? Cue the sad music. Yeah, I know, but like so Well, what was the food not, culture not like childhood in your house? Loss, but it's like these were all the sneakers and the things that I loved as a kid and blah blah blah. And now I, I'm I'm an adult with disposable income, so I can I can get those things. Pakistani food culture. Indian, 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 Indian culture. Yeah, yeah. I know you're Indian Muslim, yeah. but like yeah. it's funny because I was talking to a friend of mine, Indian Hindu, the other night, and we yeah. ordered a bunch of food from an yeah. Indian place, and it's like the food cultures of of India and Pakistan are interesting because they kind of meat is the big is the Deter- main determining factor. But then you go you go down south, and then now you have dosas in the mix. You have dosas. You have idli. You have all that stuff, right. which is like a whole new crepe game and surface area game that you're dealing with. But Indian Muslims yeah. kind of bridge the divide. Right. Yeah. Sure. Because because like we'll also do veg and non veg. Exactly. That's the big thing. Yeah. Exactly. Veg, veg and non veg. <laughs> so. Are you big into Indian food? Yeah, I love it. Do you? Yeah, but I love home cooked Indian food. Yeah. Whenever you go to a restaurant, they're just it's they're going way too hard in it's the pan. It's too sugary. Too sugary. Too buttery. Too. It's it's too. Why do I feel like I'm at a wedding? Yeah. You know how like when you're at an Indian wedding and yeah. they're like everything about like. The outfits you're flexing, and the food is also like really flexing. Of right? Like, hey, it's this this korma is really creamy, and you just feel awful at the end. Do you not like the British inspired Indian foods, like the CTM? No, I love CTM. Yeah, CTM, CTM is, my is fantastic. Jam. It's so good. <laughs> CTM uh, for those of you. Has there been know. an episode on this no. about, about how like butter chicken Absolutely is, not. Is, is like? Yeah, you want to make fun of it, but it's really good and just chicken tikka masala. It's yeah. the pad thai of Indian food. Yeah, it's very basic. Yeah, it's like. But do people ha- in Thailand not like pad thai? Are they like why? Their pad thai is different than our pad thai. Like our pad thai has become. They, the thing is, CTM was made in England, so you know you had like yeah. white people who weren't super into yeah. you know the explosive flavor of Indian food, like yeah. dumbing it down. And I hear bit. that's why they added like the the creamy like. The butter, yeah. sort of cream aspect of butter chicken, which Absolutely. is why it's so good. Yeah, it's Man, so, so good. good. And I look like a little kid sometimes at weddings because there'll be like a five-year-old eating like butter chicken and then I'll be eating butter chicken. It's just a plate of butter chicken and naan. <laughs> and I look like a six-year-old. It's fantastic. Yeah, but it's really good. Does Bina cook Indian food? Yeah, she cooks Indian food. For her Indian food's great. And that's why I like going to people's houses and um, getting Indian food. One of the best things that happened to me at a show is this auntie came up to me and gave me goat curry. Ooh, It was so good. Ooh, goat curry. Wait, really after good. like a after a show, like a, like a stand-up show, a stand-up show. She was like, she was like, please, and Beto, a, I brought yeah, you. Yeah, 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 and it was a plastic bag, and there was a knot at the top <laughs> of the bag, and you know, and I was, you know, That's and every so part of it was like, don't, yeah, don't accept it, don't accept this. But when I saw the knot in the white plastic bag, oh that looked God. like it, she had you know put it in her car, and she had balanced it on the passenger side seat of the car, and then carried it. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is not, it's that not drugs. So good. She's not gonna try to poison. Could you me. imagine if that took you out? Like, I know, I know, goat curry. 
We'll get back to Hassan in a minute, but first, jerk chicken is named for the marinating process where holes are poked in the chicken to allow for greater absorption of the flavors. So when a Jamaican tells you to stop jerking your meat, he means it literally, unless you're, you know, masturbating while you're marinating. You're masturbating. <laughs> Gross. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now back to the show. So uh, I have the, we have rapid fire questions that we do Let's on do this show. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some at you. Yeah, we need a name for this, the rapid fire section. Okay, what's the theme? It's just like it's like ten questions, food related. Yeah, that are like I, I I automatically go to quick fire, but that's like we do that on Top Chef. We can't. Yeah. So I don't know the 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 it's the sizzle. I don't know. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do the sizzle. Um, all right, rapid fire questions. Yes. One, earliest yes. food memory. Earliest food memory? I don't know my earliest, but I will, I'll tell you my most distinct. I remember coming home from school, um, and uh, I would open up the freezer and, and eat toaster strudels. It was one of my favorite things. Really? Yeah, I love toaster strudel. Fuck Pop-Tarts. Wow. <laughs> toaster strudels are so good. <laughs> you open I it thought... up, and I had a whole little process. You put it in the toaster, it'd come out, and then I would, I would frost. They would give you like the frosting packet. I would frost it. Then there'd be about 15% left, and I would just straight up eat it. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. disgusted. Yeah. Disgusted. Toaster strudels are great. You're disgusted. And if I could get them, and if they're looking for a sponsor, I, I'd, I'll gladly sponsor you guys. Patriot, I bought, brought to you, brought by, to you toaster by Toaster Strudel. <laughs> I love it. I'm not bigger than that. Um, ooh, I, I feel like number two might be the same as number one. What is yeah. your death row meal? Death row meal? Yeah. One of my favorite meals to have after... Um, actually, I would love you to tell me this. What's the best burger... In New York, I love an amazing burger, French fries, um, and milkshake. Do you like upscale burgers or like downscale burgers? Just like downscale burgers. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so 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 Schnippers has this amazing turkey burger with um, jalapenos. I feel like it's such a daisy burger because it's it's turkey, pepper jack cheese, uh, grilled onions, grilled green peppers, um, with like a chipotle mayo. It's really, I mean, it's awful for you with chipotle mayo on a wheat bun um, because you just want. Yeah, I don't want the bun. Yeah, yeah. So then I'll do that. Sweet potato fries. Okay. I'll get an extra side of Chipotle sauce, and I'll get the Oreo shake. I've never been. It's great. Really? Yeah. Is it like it's right now? next to the New York Times? Oh, Forty okay. second and eighth. It's All a right. big old. So there's the big New York Times, and there's the Schnippers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'll and I'll fuck around and go there. Really? I'll, I'll do it to like treat myself. No way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I know people are like, "Are you crazy? You're going to Times Square." I'm like, "I'm going into Times Square. I'm gonna hang out with Elmo and go to Schnippers." <laughs> And then go to them. It's worth getting mobbed in Times Square to go get this (laughs) turkey burger. I'm not usually a big turkey burger guy, but I'll give it a shot. I mean, yeah. Yeah, turkey burger. I I like turkey burger over. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, What is the... Oh, this I'm very curious about. What's up? What is the best high-end meal you've ever had? Did the meal we have, was that high-end? Absolutely not. Okay. We went to like a little fish joint in like Tokyo. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You're, You're such a man of the people. uh, You're a man of the people. Oh, Bina will tell you this story. For like, it was our three year wedding anniversary. We went to Morimoto and they have the preset menu. Yes, omakase. Yeah, dude, fuck that. (laughs) 
this is my Bill Burr rant where I go, dude, fuck that. It was like nine. They give you nine things. You don't choose. You don't choose. No. By the way, you, you think we live in a democracy? No, it's a, it's a straight up dictatorship. Oh, and yeah. It's a dictatorship. You're, you're, you're in North Korea when you walk into the sushi restaurant. There's, there's no adjustments. There's no, no, all of these like Michelin, whatever. They go, no, no, no. You trust us. Right, right. I take care of you. Yes. Hey, no, 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 no. Yes. No. Let yourself go. No. You have to let go I of the control. strong man leaders. You're a control, <laughs> you're a control freak. You got to let go. You no, got to let go. No, 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 let it happen no, no, to you. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my god so morimoto omakase uh, so then it, the, it was all building up to this thing called the turbo the turbo is like a type of chicken i'm not chicken fish I'm such an idiot okay so okay. type of fish they bring out the turbo oh yeah t-u-r-b-o-t yeah okay and it's like this white fish it smelled so bad oh my god i i was like bina i'm gonna throw up and so i ran downstairs and like and if you've been to that restaurant, there's like three different levels. I had to go all the way down to basement level oh my just God. to get to the bathroom. I thought I was gonna throw up. I didn't throw up. I just it was just the it was just the pungent smell that got me. Wow. But I was like, you know, hold, hold, like don't, you know, don't just yak right now. I was able to like compose myself. Then I ran back upstairs and I was like, I'm gonna do it. And she's like, don't do don't do this. And I'm like, I have to tell them I cannot eat this. Like I'm just not gonna be able to eat this. And I'm not gonna be able to eat this. Did you? So then here <laughs> I'm, I'm I go, hey, is <laughs> the guy comes over and this is where I like panicked and I was like, It's is it it's it's probably undercooked, right? It, or it's just not fully prepared, maybe. Oh my and they're God. like, Oh well, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe we need to give you another one. And I no, 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 you don't have to give me another one. They're already like back there, and then you bring out another turbo and I'm it was the Same. worst. It was the yeah. It was the worst way to have our anniversary dinner. And if you just go up to Bina and you're like, "Hey, how was your turbo?" She she'll just die. Oh my god. Yeah. It was and awful. Turbo's probably one of the most expensive fish you can yeah. get these days. Yeah. And then I got the check and I'm like, "What is this?" I I I paid for this. I deserved it. If my dad was there, he's like, "You deserve this." Awesome. Oh my god. You, you you signed up for this. Wow. So no more. You would never do like a three-hour sit-down. We did a, We did another one. I took. We took uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law to Gramercy Tavern. Oh, I mean, and they have like amazing a restaurant. Yeah, and it, that's they're not as precious about their like. You must sit down and yeah, open your gullet and let yeah. us put in whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it was like two two and a half hours. But I do love the. Um, I they do let you mix and match. They yeah. don't just let you like. No, this is it. Yes, yeah, this they're... is the Old Testament. Like you don't, you you do not mess with the Holy Scripture here, right? Um, and I also love the variety of the desserts they have. Yeah, yeah. No, they're solid. That that is consistently one of the best upscale restaurants in New York City. And the vibe is really good. too. And they're like under the radar. They never, they're never like too preachy about how great they are. But no, like, you, I've never had a bad. No, before. and this is all because of Vina. Look how good. Like look how cool I sound. I love her. Yeah, I love it. You know all the places. <laughs> I, I know nothing. <laughs> I go to Schnippers in Times Square, and I was Schnippers. able to drive. Yeah. Schnippers, yeah. Um, and some and people are gonna so make fun of me. They're like Schnippers. That's where like we get that catered on like like you know something something days at, at work. Places are good. <laughs> on, on basic Tuesdays. Yeah, at work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get the fish tacos from there, and it's awful. And I'm like, no, you have to go there. It's what down. kind of food do you guys get here at the show? Um, I mean, people people leave for lunch. Yeah, people leave for lunch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's like a crew. When we're filming, there's crew lunch in the crew area, and then there's all these like different like. Let me just. There's a bunch of like uh, companies, third party companies that come and cater food for. Do you have like a have you do you have like a weird like every day and you said the same thing? I eat the same thing every day. What really? What yeah. is it? I eat an egg sandwich from Rex, which is a great coffee shop right over here. I get three three egg whites, seven grain, 
um, cheese. The cheese is great. All melted together. Is this like together. a bodega? Type? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a bodega coffee shop. It's called okay. Rex. Rex. R E X. Yeah, okay. R-E-X, it's great. Um, on seven grain bread uh, with salsa. It's the best. I have that. Um, and then over here at Hudson Market, there's like this little. Um, they have like a little bibimbap stand, so I'll just get the bibimbap. <laughs> oh man, you're laughing at me, man. This is amazing. No, because usually when people stand. become successful, they have like weird food. Like I remember uh, I listened to this podcast that, uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, why can't I think of the late night host on ABC? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. And he was like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel's like very like blue collar like the way he comes off. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I have a sous vide piece of salmon every day for lunch. What? And then I have, uh, you know, one seven, you know, six and a half ounces of filet for dinner. It's like, I was like, wow, you've changed from, you know, your days on B- when Ben Stein's money. But man, you, you're like... <laughs> You're like finally, I can I can eat like a kid every day. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so bibimbap. From yeah. The supermarket. <laughs> yeah. In the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And I'll get it with double chicken, and you know, it's of course. Great. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because you made it, bro. Yeah. It's well, not, well also yourself. because also because like they're, they're gonna just fuck around and give you way too much rice, and then they'll give you this much chicken, and you're like, come on, dude, don't play me. Oh my so god. So I'll do that, and then for dinner, I'll, I'll eat dinner at home. I'll eat some of that. Guy Fieri salsa with jerk jerk sauce. Oh my god! Uh, I I don't know, man. What do you you know? You you can't. You can't. Don't change, man. That's that's who you are. You know, I'm I'm never gonna spend five hundred dollars on sneakers, and you're never gonna spend five hundred dollars on a meal. Yeah, I'll do it with you. We'll go out. I'm down, dude. I would love to do that with you. What if I did a like? What if we did we did a cooking thing where you really love the food and you're describing all the textures and whatever? And I go, yeah, it's kind of like um. kind of like cinnamon toast crunch when you add a little bit too much milk and it's kind of soggy and you're describing like a super like right. elaborate right exactly dessert. no it's actually a tiramisu <laughs> yeah, yeah. made with uh, aged mascarpone yeah. cheese yeah but you know if you had like cinnamon toast crunch but you added like frosted flakes to it no nope, it's that not, it's no, too sweet no, that's not what it is that is not what it is um <laughs> do you still hold the premise and do you still hold that true that you told me in japan where you go i vividly remember great meals oh absolutely Absolutely. Really? I can take you through like from beginning to the end. The same way you ha- you have a great set? I, even more. No, right. come on. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. No way. No. You remember you crushing on Last Comic Standing more than you, or you're the first time you did Premium Blend or all that stuff, way more than the meal that we had in Japan. I'm I telling you that's... I, you, you, no, but here's that, the thing. I feel like when you real. have an insanely good set, you also have that moment of like... You get off and you're like, what just happened? Like, like you know, like you come back down to earth. Yeah. Whereas for this, I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm focused. My senses are like, are like buzzing on uh-huh. all cylinders. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I have like momentary amnesia after like a fantastic set. Like, cause yeah. it's like, I was just like vibing and present and whatever. But with the, with the meal, I don't know, man. It really? gets stored in my neurons. Really, really okay. like etched in there. Okay. Um, okay. This one's a great question for you. Best low end meal you've ever had. I, didn't I just name Schnippers? Schnippers. <laughs> no, Low-end low meal? I would probably say w- during one of my trips, you know, back home to India, just having like food at a tava, just like a local, just side street yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, I you can, can get, that you can great. get great food. I've yeah. never been to India. I want to go. Are you serious? Yeah, I want to go for food. You totally should. Go I get, food. you know, I'm you not get, into seeing sick. a lot of uh, like, like seeing so much destitute and like homelessness right, and stuff like right, that right, kind of right, bums right. me out. Right. But you're an animal, so it's okay for you. <laughs> You're like they're untouchables. It's what they were born in. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, 
It's what I know. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd still love to make it there. Uh, what is your restaurant pet peeve? Um, you know what? If we're going to start with bread and the bread is like dry and Ooh. cold and not worth it, it's just a really bad. It's like a bad opening joke. You're Absolutely. like, Eesh. it's a bad omen. Yeah, it's a bad omen. I agree. You, you know what I'm talking about, 100%. right? 100%. What's that restaurant? Me and Beano went there. Yeah, man. Put him on blast. Put him no, no, on blast. No, no, no. This is the restaurant where, where I. Um, where the bread is amazing. Okay. Quality Italian. They'll bring you this this thing, and it, it has like it's like it's like four little baby loaves. Ooh. And they'll bring it, and it's super hot. Yeah. And Bina will be like, "You need to stop eating it because they'll just keep bringing you more." Oh man, and it's great. Yeah. Actually, I had a meal last night. I went to the Polo Lounge, uh-huh. Ralph Lauren's uh, restaurant. Oh, it's a restaurant? Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> okay. It's actually very good. You would love it because, I mean, if you ever needed to go to like an upscale place, yeah. you should go there because they just do basics. Okay. It's nothing like fancy, fancy. Actually, they have a, I had a fucking $20 hot dog. What? That was delicious. Really? Yeah. But anyway, uh, they have this bread thing in the beginning that's like a little cheesy. Yeah. Oh, man. It was the best like beginning bread I've ever had. It does, was... does food anchor your day? Um, it feels like it anchors your day. It's the anchor. For my days, not really. Like I, I eat pretty simply every day, but if I'm traveling, it anchors absolutely anchors my trip. So those are the monkey bars for what you got to do. 100%. You're, you're going to Hawaii. You're not going to the road to Hana. You're like, right. I'm not getting up at 4.30 and climbing mountain you're not doing that you're i try to do both but really the, but okay. only if the, only if the food uh itinerary allows for it there's two things <laughs> i was about to say you, you and being changed my life okay I'm not i can't put you in the same weight class as my wife but i i learned this from you and I, and I learned this from my wife primarily from my wife you guys did get me to open up in, in regards to food and travel yeah i have the same problem my dad has where it, dude if i'm left to my own devices i'm gonna be in sweatpants at home with cnn on just shouting random opinions right, at right, the screen right. and be like, hey, I'm super happy here. Like, yeah. I have the fridge, the air conditioner's on, I'm barefoot, I'm twiddling my toes in the carpet. Wow. And and you guys got me to be like, no, you need to go to Japan and you need to go see the world. And, and it's it, so great. It, it is really great. Oh, and I those are the that. things you'll, you'll never forget. I, I will never forget our trip to Japan. That warms my heart. Yeah. Bina's always, well, I'm, I follow her on Instagram, she's always like in another land like she goes by herself sometimes. It seems or she'll like, go. She'll go with her girlfriends. With yeah. her girl crew. Yeah. yeah. Like they yeah. went to Italy or something. I think they went to Milan. Was it Milan? I mean, we were. We were in Italy. Oh, that was you guys <laughs> in Italy. We were in Italy. I don't know where she. She travels. She travels extensively. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, that was a good pet peeve. I'm with you on that. Yeah. You don't. Right. Number six. You don't really drink, but it's favorite drunk food. But you don't. Really, I don't drink. You yeah. Don't drink, I don't so. drink. All right. We're gonna skip that. But f- favorite like late night food. Yeah. Let's do that. Favorite late night food and I think dollar slice is great. Oh yeah, I love Dollar Slice. Yeah, I'm 50, down with that. 53rd and Six kind of fell off. Halal cart. That was like my go-to when I first started coming to New York for stand-up around 08, 09. Yeah, I would go, like oh, I gotta go to Halal cart. Halal cart is great. Always a line around the block. Yeah. Now they've expanded. There's one in LA. It's like, too much. And, yeah. And, all, and like the quality went way down. And I yeah. remember um, after I got my job at the Daily Show, I remember I got hired, and then that I just had like a Southwest flight back to LA. So I'm like. Straight up in my suit that I auditioned in, I went to Fifty Third and Sixth, and had it. I had a, I had the mixed, you know, chicken and whatever gyro, and had it with the coke. It was so bad, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing this again. Oh, what a bummer! Yeah, it was bad. I love that the that quality was your celebratory meal. It's all yeah. Like for me, if I ever get a gig or whatever, I'm like, we're going out we're to a three hundred dollars sushi dinner. But who introduced you to this? Someone has to introduce you to this. I'm telling you, I think my my dad was super into food when I was growing up. He was like very, very into good restaurants and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And like, 
I it kind of rubbed off on rubbed off on me. And I and do also re- do you remember the first nice restaurant someone took you to to go? This is what you're supposed to do. I feel like we need you would be so great at this. You need to take someone like someone in their early twenties to go get their first suit. Okay? Yeah. Get a watch. I don't wear watches because I don't know what I'm doing. That also, Look, yeah. yeah. We also got into that watch, conversation, right? And then um, third would probably be yeah, like this. How to like choose a nice place to eat. Although I love that about you, though, man. Don't like you shouldn't shy away from that. I remember like even in like '09 when I first moved to LA, you had a nice car. There was so, but it was like you know like it was a Porsche. It's a good. It's like a really good car, and you're like, no, this is an amazing car. It's, it's it's not like a it, you didn't just put a car on rims and right. you're like look I got a you know a Chrysler three hundred um, for everyone listening uh, I do enjoy an In and Out Burger okay <laughs> I am not a pretentious guy who just wears Rolexes and drives Porsches by the by the way <laughs> by the way I like have comp- I, even when I did comedians and cars getting coffee like that was my big thing with Jerry where I'm like these are meaningless and these are yeah. pointless and I don't know why you also collect watches like there's so many digital amazing watches and oh my yeah God. we got into it oh. yeah and then I, and I was also like baseball sucks <laughs> <laughs> basketball is way better than baseball i'm just telling you objectively at the pace at which the game moves you can watch it as a newcomer and be like wow it's really high scoring and amazing i get it they're up, up running up and down steph is launching from half court swish yeah. he's dancing and shimming yeah. like on the way back my dad would watch that and be like that's pretty amazing yeah no baseball sucks and I if you're like baseball. a if you're like a true mathematician of the game you'll be like yeah Kyrie's body movement and his body control is insane I'm gonna pretend like I know what you're talking about yeah I'm not I would love to what I would do is I would take you to a basketball game (laughs) what do you normally eat when you go to the basketball games uh I mean this is bad but um I drink so much coffee throughout the day I just need a coffee because at the end of the day a game a game will be on at like seven yeah so if I go to the game I'm gonna have coffee that way people like are you why do you want to be wired I'm like I just want to remember do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to like. I don't want to like dote. The kind of just feel like groggy. Or oh, so you're not sitting there and eating a meal. No, oh, no I, I go nuts now when I go to sporting events. Why? Because I, really, I don't really care about the game. Yeah. But now there's like a lot of really fun upscale like yeah. food options, yeah, yeah, like yeah, at yeah. the Barclays Center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm like, oh, it's like a food court. No, and there's also nach- a game going on. I don't want nachos. It's like something happens. I want to jump up. I, I like yelling and talking yes. and being annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I would love yeah. to see you throw your nachos. Yeah, I went to a Lakers game one time. Like my uh, Bina took me to go see the Lakers and the Kings and she this was in she bought tickets in the lower level and so it was the fourth quarter of the game's tied I just started standing up and people in Staples were like will you sit down and I'm like no I'm not sitting down it's the fourth quarter of the game's tied we have 12 minutes you're gonna die get up yeah LA people are not get like up very they're not like nutty sports fans yeah just like drinking Dasani yeah and just like popcorn get up talking about what they read on Deadline. yeah it's stupid no I'm with you on that I hear I hear Dodger games are great so I got to go to Dodger game. They are fun. I went yeah. to one. Yeah. They have, uh, although their food options, I was not thrilled. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're like a new stadium, any stadium actually, and you don't have like good, like we're done with, we don't all need shitty food. Like people have better taste now. We like good food. Give me an option for a bowl of ramen at the baseball game. Really? Yes. Barclays does but it. But how do you provide it at scale? I don't know, man. They Can do I it ask in you Japan. one more thing too? What? Can great things be egalitarian? Yes, absolutely. But why why is everything great in, in culture built on scarcity? Why? I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that what has you happened... You want Hamilton tickets? Scarcity. You want... I agree. You, you, gotta, you want um, you want to eat at the, the hot new 
but at a da 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 restaurant, good luck getting a reservation. I agree, and I know it's no different than supply choking supply and demand on sneakers. It's, okay, it's completely irrelevant. Yes, but. I can get a beautiful pair of sneakers that are $70, yes. and they don't have to be Yeezys, which I don't know how much those are. I know I think they're expensive. Sure, yeah, they're expensive. Right? Yeah. It's just like everyone is able to afford an In-N-Out burger, which is a fantastic burger, yeah. and it's like natural meat, all natural, this and that, and it's great. It's great. It brings me as much pleasure as like you know a, a really good upscale meal. Yeah. But does that mean that everyone should be able to sit down and enjoy a, a four-hour meal or needs to? I don't think so. I think it's, you know, it's luxurious things that we do, you know. Did they, but do those restaurants build their brand on scarcity? Like, we only seat 10 people. We only seat 15 people. Hero Dreams of Sushi. It's only I think the expensive ones do, but you know, there's actually the the cheapest. The reason why I'm saying this to you is because we're, we're both comics. And to me, comedy is is a very egalitarian thing. Yeah. We want everyone to be able to watch it and we want to make everyone laugh. Yeah. I, I think especially in this day and age, and both you and I, given our background too, like we want to be international comedians. I want everyone to be Absolutely. able to watch the show and enjoy them. I'm not trying to make it a thing of like, oh, only certain people will get it. And yeah. Like, no. There, and so I, I want, I like, I believe in that philosophy, but does that apply to culture, to other things in culture? Well, look, I think just the same as people should be able to enjoy comedy everywhere, like not everyone uh, can necessarily understand Shakespeare. Or, you know, right, there's different levels yeah, 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 of the art, yeah. whatever. I think yeah. it's the same with food, you know? It's like, there, there is a restaurant in Singapore, which is the, the cheapest one-star Michelin restaurant in the world. Uh-huh. It's like the Singapore chicken shack uh-huh. that the guy makes, like, Singapore chicken, chicken and rice. It's a dollar. It's a dollar. And his oh, whole wow. thing, when he got his Michelin star, he was like, I'm not changing this because I feel like everyone should be able to have a Michelin star meal. That's amazing. So cool. That's so great. Are you going to have them on the podcast? If I go to Singapore, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Couple more questions. Okay. Favorite celebrity chef? Favorite celebrity chef? David Chang. I just like what he's about. Interesting. I I got a chance to meet him. I haven't even, I have not even eaten the food. Get out of here. Yeah. I went to, I went to his thing at, um, I met up with him at, uh, he he opened a thing in Hudson, Hudson Yards. Hudson Yards. But just like we were just talking, I did his podcast, I did his podcast in the same room. Get out of here. Yeah. So I had never eaten at any of the restaurants and I told him, I'm like, hey man, I'm gonna be quite candid with you. I have never eaten at Momofuku. I have no idea what that is. Right. But I just like your vibe. Yeah. He's, you know what he is to me? What is he? He is my halal cart. What does that mean? It means I loved him when he had one place. Mm-hmm. And then I think the expansion went a little too far. How many restaurants does he have? Right? He's got an empire now. He's all over. He's got a place in Toronto and Australia, everywhere. Really? I love what he did for food, though, because he really started getting people to think about food differently. And, uh, you know, especially Korean food. Oh, interesting. Um, I actually just went to his restaurant in L.A. Uh, it was very good. But yeah, man, I, I liked when he had that one place and he was struggling and he couldn't pay the rent. And really? He made it happen. Like, uh-huh. oh, I loved his food back then. Is that always like, it's like a musician's first album? Yeah, absolutely. I just, again, I haven't eaten, I have not eaten at Momofuku. I ate at the little, there's a little sandwich shop in the Hudson Yards because the restaurant hadn't opened and then we, we, me and Bina went and we talked with them. I just love, it's just like when you when you talk to a great comic, you know how like when you're in a green room and you're just like, you're riffing and you go, this person's really interesting. Yeah. They're definitely funny. Yeah. Because they're they're incredibly compelling. Do you know what I'm talking you know about? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That. Awesome. Yeah. No, he's a great guy. I mean, I, I love what he's done for food. For sure. Number nine. We have two yes. more. Yes. Desert Island food. You're trapped on a desert island. 
You have one, it could be a type of cuisine or or an actual food. Desert island food. I'm on the desert island. I need sustenance. It's got to fill me up. And you got to enjoy it because you're gonna be eating. And it's got. I gotta enjoy it. I would say dal chawal with chicken. Dal's like a staple. Chawal's rice. Right. So you mix those together. And dal is lentils. Lentils. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I would do kali dal. So there's like black dal. There's like yellow dal and there's black dal. I like the black dal. The dal you can make it like spicier. Okay, got and it. And heartier. So yeah, with chicken. It, you yeah. keep it real. Yeah. You keep it real on, yeah. the, on the desert island. Uh-huh. And then I would have a banana. Uh-huh. I love bananas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep it safe. Uh, I'm really whack. Uh, <laughs> you really, so really are. Oh, man. No, it's okay. It's uh, what I love about you. You really haven't changed. Uh, you know, people say don't change. You, I, I want you to change, but you won't change. <laughs> uh, and last question. We like to end on a negative. What food you can't stand eating? Food I can't stand eating. Cold soup. Ugh. Cold soup, like it'll a gazpacho? Like, be like, here's a split pea soup, and it's chilled. I'm like, ugh. We went to a fancy restaurant, they brought a split pea soup that was chilled. It was gross. Yeah. It was so gross. I think I'm with you on that. I was like, ugh. There's it very... was so nasty. <laughs> it's like throwing I, in the microwave. I had it and I, and, and I, I ate it and I was mad at you. You weren't <laughs> even there. I was like, I hate Dan. <laughs> he made me do this. He made me do this. Oh, man. This is culture. Why am I being punished? Oh, man. I'm with you. The cold soups, very rarely. It's like a melon gazpacho on a summer day I can yeah. get down with. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm with you, dude. That is... <laughs> That is a good food that you can't stand. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like I haven't heard that yet. It. Yeah. Hassan, thank you so much Dude, for giving I, us so much time. Come on, man. I love you, man. This was so much fun. It's yeah. so good to, to learn more about how much you don't give a shit about food. Yeah. Awesome, brother. Thank love you so you, love much. Love you too, man. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. Special thanks to Jordan Aaron. To see pictures of Hassan Minaj's fridge, information about the restaurants mentioned in the episode, and more, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at StandUpDan. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and interstitial music by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.